We've got some exciting coffee shop conversations coming up. In the next three weeks, we'll have Jeremy Wilson, Ms. Etta Arietta Ward, and also pianist Carrie Pollitzer in the Artichoke Cafe. Today, James Latham is here with me. He's the mastermind behind the Tom Waits Tribute Show on Sunday, November 6th at the Alberta Rose Theater. We'll find out the lineup of Portland singers and players who are tackling the Tom Waits canon. It's a benefit concert, too. How does something like this happen? He'll tell us why and how. Meet James Latham. Well, hi there. Hi, Tom. This is not your first trip to Cafe Artichoke. It's not. We've performed here a few times, and yeah. and uh, I've been working with Paul now for quite some time. How long? Yeah, good question. <laughs> Paul, when did we start playing together? It's, uh, Paul is off. Paul is off mic, oh, which never mic. works. Yeah. Okay, I won't ask him any questions. <laughs> I th- Paul, and I, about a year, I've been playing uh, mm-hmm. playing jazz gigs with Paul, mm-hmm. and. Um, and we played uh, this this year was the uh, the first time that Artichoke Music hosted some of the PDX jazz concerts, mm-hmm. and that's my first uh, my first experience on stage at Artichoke was uh, mm-hmm. we were booked by PDX Jazz. Nice, yeah, yeah. It's a nice little intimate room. It's beautiful. Yeah, we yeah. love playing here. And then there was a live streams. And yeah. It was yeah. very, uh, yeah. it, it was great. I mean, I had some of my siblings around the country wow. dialed in to, to watch. It was nice. great. Yeah. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about the Tom Waits show. Oh, good. I yeah. love, love to talk about Tom Waits show. Who, whose brainchild was that? That's mine, 100%. That's what I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it was kind of, it was a very interesting sort of generation of the idea um, and I can take you way back if you want to. Please start do. Well, I was sitting in my dorm room wow. in 1975. What college? The State University of New York ah. at Potsdam. Uh-huh. And I, I had just moved into my dorm and I heard this music coming from across the hallway. <laughs> and I, I was mesmerized. Uh-huh. And I said, I got to figure out what that is and I went across the hallway and I introduced myself to the guy over there Arlen Garand uh-huh. and I, I said Arlen I've never heard anything like this and he goes this is the first album from this guy Tom Waits <laughs> and uh, I, I was absolutely floored and um, I said well I gotta learn this music and play it and mm-hmm. and so that's when I started doing that turns out Arlen plays the bass, mm-hmm. and so he and I formed a band and played songs way back when. Yeah, yeah. And you were playing what? I played guitar yeah. for. I played guitar for forty years um, <laughs> before I picked up the double bass. Wow. Yeah. And Why did you change? Uh, I have a daughter who is uh, an, uh, what I consider to be an exceptionally talented pianist, uh-huh. and. Um, there isn't much written for piano and guitar that we liked, mm. but there's a tremendous oh, amount yeah. of music oh, yeah. for double bass and piano yep. and yep. a lot of jamming that can yeah. be done. Mm-hmm. So I just literally ordered a double bass <laughs> to be delivered to my house. 
And then I found a bass teacher, uh, Michael Papillo. You probably know Michael sure. from Three Leg Torso. Three Leg Torso, right. Yeah. Right. And so he taught me how to play the double bass. Huh. Yeah. Did you have a favorite piano and bass duo? You know, I never really locked into anything special uh -huh. or any duo that really um, made me want to pursue down a particular path. Yeah. We would just pick up songs and mm -hmm. that she liked. Mm hmm um, you know, she was in the Wilson Jazz Band, which mm -hmm. that's a famous jazz band, as you know. Yeah. All the old guys were right. were there. I think Christopher Brown played in that uh, uh -huh. in that band uh, at his time. He would be a little bit older than my daughter, but mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so we we never settled on anything. We would just choose a tune, mm -hmm. and then I would go learn the bass part, and she would just she didn't have to learn it. She would just read uh -huh. and play the piano. I always like to think of Bill Evans with bass players, even though he always had a drummer. The I think the main thing was that it was it was Bill Evans and whoever Scott LaFaro or Eddie Gomez or any of those guys that he had playing with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. spectacular recordings. Yes, yeah. I was lucky enough to get to see him and Eddie Gomez. You wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so so uh, was there a particular tune off that first Tom Waits album that you picked up? Well, you know, when I think about um, that first album, I think about Closing Time uh -huh. uh, and just as an instrumental tune from, you know, what is normally considered the gravelly-voiced songster. Yeah. Uh, but he wrote this Closing Time song, uh -huh. and I love it, and we're going to perform it as part of our concert great yeah great. it's just great. a beautiful uh beautiful song what was and the name of the album do you remember i think it was called closing time closing time okay <laughs> was, great, yeah. great. 1973 that was uh -huh. released so yeah. uh yeah yeah and then and then sort of fast forward to about three years ago four years ago uh -huh. i woke up in the middle of the night one night and i said i've got a We've just got to do a Tom Waits tribute, even yeah. though he's still alive. He stopped performing, I think, 2006 or yeah, so. Yeah. And so if he's not performing, then we have to keep that music alive and yeah. we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. And so that was the genesis of that. And I think the next day I called Bree Gregg and I, and I was like, I, I think we should do a Tom Waits tribute concert. And she was absolutely all over it. She was in a Tom Waits days, just, wow. yeah. And then we got together and we listened to, oh, a hundred Tom Waits songs. Wow. E easily, a hundred. Um, and uh, we started picking and choosing and that's how the, the first set list came to be. Yeah. Which has evolved because as we got ready to uh, assemble the group and recruit the right musicians for that first concert, COVID hit. Yeah. And so we yeah. canceled the first one. Right. Then we canceled the second one. Ah. And I would just shout out to Adam East at uh, at the Alberta Rose Theater because he stuck with us and said, mm -hmm. came back to us and said, now we're going to we're ready to do it. So we're doing it this year. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I have to ask you one thing. And I, I don't want I don't want to sound disappointed if it's not going to be there. But are you planning to do the piano has been drinking? Well, um, are you going to buy a ticket to the show? <laughs> I haven't bought a ticket to a show since I, since I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we could probably arrange for a backstage pass. <laughs> we are going to perform a version of the piano has been drinking. That's, the, that's I, I love that song. I used to play that song <clears throat> on every radio show. I was when I was doing the the, uh, the Saturday night show on KMHD, and I had this part called the bar where I became a bartender. That was always one of my opening songs. Then when I had a I had a gig uh, spinning at the Joe Bar for three years, I would play that in the middle of the gig, <laughs> which is kind of mean because the Michael Gibbons, who owns the place, was nothing like he's not a mental midget, as Tom <laughs> calls the owner of the of the place in right, that song. Right, right. But um, the uh, IQ of a fence well, yeah, post. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great song. Yeah, we uh, Paul and I have performed that song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we did a sort of preview performance uh -huh. of the tribute, trying to test drive a few of the songs uh -huh. in front of an audience um, this summer, and uh, it informed our choices for the concert at the Alberta yeah, Rose. Yeah. yeah. So is Bree the only vocalist or are there more? No, there are uh, plenty of others. Uh, have mm -hmm. you ever heard Jason Wells sing Tom Waits? No. He has the best Tom Waits voice. Wow. Far better than my well, own. But from which era? <laughs> yes, good point. About mid-career, I'd gotcha, say. Gotcha. Before it really deteriorated to... Right. Mamaly. Uh, right, yeah. But, he, I mean, he, he came uh, and rehearsed with us, uh -huh. and he was just amazing. So he was singing uh, the, some of the male vocal parts. I'm singing some of the male vocal parts. Uh -huh. But in addition we ha uh, to Bree, who is also our choral director uh -huh. uh, donna jones who uh -huh. you may know of course uh -huh. um and shelly rudolph will oh boy both be there yeah that's great yeah, yeah. and they all sing lead on is she doing all ricky lee jones thing uh you know who's doing well brie is doing that etheridge uh show uh -huh. armatrading show ah, at the blue diamond gotcha yeah that's gotcha. just in a few days right yeah 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 huh. you know what she's doing in the tom white show shelly Shelley is singing um, Chocolate Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is going to be here. Uh, and a few others. She's yeah, got a, yeah. you know, the, the three females. She can are, sing anything. Well, she has a special voice yes. that yes. lends itself to a, a wide variety of music. Right. And. Right. When you kind well, of she's doing that Frank Frank Sinatra tribute here at Artichoke. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, so you go from the. You probably can say there's a spectrum, and Frank yeah. Sinatra's on one end, and probably yeah. Tom Waits is on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she takes the 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 poetic nature of Tom Waits uh -huh. and turns it into something special uh -huh. behind the microphone, uh -huh. and that's what we've been able to support with the band gotcha. and and give her the freedom uh -huh. to really open up and and interpret Tom Waits uh -huh. in a way that I think well I know I've never heard before. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm wondering and this is again I'm asking about a song that may not be included so it's, a, it's a dicey. Uh is your innocent when your dream going to be in the show? We're not doing that one in this show. Uh-huh. However, we're already planning for the show next year. Yeah. So, yeah. and there'll be uh, not 
there'll be a lot of new material for yeah. next year's show. That's as we get one of the on. most interesting ideas I've ever heard from Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. That you are innocent when you dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope that's true, given the dreams I've had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, um, how many pieces are going to be in 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 in, 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 in the show? Well, you have, we have. Not I mean songs. I mean how many people, people are yeah, yeah, we yeah. have uh, ten people. So wow. in, uh, Jason, in in addition to singing uh -huh. several songs, is covering the trumpet pieces, which you need that muted you really trumpet. Really need it, yeah, yeah, to get the yeah, yeah. the vibe. And the thing, the the vision here is to give people the vibe, the feeling of what Tom Waits is all about. Like a in, hopper painting. In the theater. Like a hopper painting is a yes. perfect example. <laughs> Nighthawks at the diner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. And, and to do that, we have the trumpet. We have saxophone, Mary Sue Tobin. Oh, man. Great. I know. Boy, I know. you scored we, on that one. Well, every musician is a musician to their own right. Right. Uh, yeah. Dan Gilday, who's you know the professor of, of uh, jazz at Portland State, yeah, is our guitar player, and he's also the musical director. So ah. he's doing a bunch of the arrangements. Uh -huh. Our very own Paul K. Ward uh -huh. is doing some of the arrangements. The head honcho at, or at the Artichoke Music, right? The head honcho. He will be doing some of the arrangements and playing piano on stage, uh -huh. um, some solo pieces um, on stage uh, as well. Um, and then, of equal importance, in in and then we have Maddie DeSantis. Do you know Maddie um, plays with us in our jazz uh -huh. quartet? Mm -hmm. um, a, an exceptional young drummer, just wow. solid as a metronome, ah. and expansive as a flight of eagles. That's I don't great. know. <laughs> that's I'm not the poet of. of well, Tom that's Waits. really interesting it's, because. I think that um, one thing you people may not notice in Tom White's songs is the drummer. Well, I certainly do, and I'll say this. Well, you're a musician. <laughs> well, you're right. Because Some see, everybody's don't. so hung up in what he's saying and that voice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting you mentioned that, the drummer, because um, I'm, I study bass still mm -hmm. um with phil baker who i'm sure you know he's been and, on the podcast oh yeah it's great yeah. and uh he introduced me to andy bolger who's the drummer mm -hmm. for pink martini yeah who was also the drummer for tom waves mm -hmm. and so i kind of really dug into his time with tom waits in order to understand sort of how that stage presence yeah kind of manifests itself yeah and so in addition to these 10 great musicians, we're also doing some choreo choreographed moves and some really? staging and a You mean like the Temptations? Special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> think of Not the exactly. Temptations on acid. <laughs> well, that's easy to make. Who among us has not been on cloud nine? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, and we have special lighting design. Etc. So, in order uh -huh. to create that vibe uh -huh. that you get from listening to, I mean, any Tom Waits album, you'll get it. Yeah. It's just really different depending on which one you're listening to. Uh -huh. But that we're trying to manifest, conjure up the spirit of Tom Waits yeah. in the theater at the yeah. Alberta Rose. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Does he know about this? Uh, I sent him a note. 
Mm-hmm. And I've asked Andy, uh, so I, I was starting to tell you a story about the drummer. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, Phil introduced me to Andy Bolger. Right. And so I talked to him at length about the staging and mm-hmm. not not what I would call tricks, but sort of staging phenomena yeah. that you wouldn't think of. Like, how does he get the glitter to to go up? <laughs> And there's all these little <laughs> subtle things, <laughs> and we're going to incorporate some of those in order to create this kind of feeling uh-huh. that is different from just a concert. That's Great. our vision. You're going to have glitter. Uh, well, Adam at the Alberta Rose told me glitter is outlawed. Right. Right. But there probably will be glitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but what kind of what what kind of choreography are we talking about? Well, I, I'm still checking with Multnomah County about the live rooster. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, we're talking about uh, you know some of the, some some manifestation of how you might conjure Tom Waits, and yeah. I, I just want to kind yeah. of leave it at that. Okay, it's, okay, it's a very it is very visual. Um, and it goes with the music, so it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who has chickens who told me that law, the law prevents her from having a rooster also. Yeah, I've heard that in Multnomah County. That's weird. Yeah. Well, they're the ones that crow. Well, I mean, it isn't weird. If you, if you know anything about chickens and yeah. roosters, I guess it's not weird. Yeah. But I've really I've never heard Well, if you listen to Tom Waits uh-huh. sing Chocolate Jesus. Yeah. There's a rooster part. <laughs> so let me leave it at that. <laughs> well, roosters always played a large uh, role in blues. Right. You know? That's, that's true. <laughs> do, this, do you consider Tom Waits a blues singer? I, I find that when I think of the, his entire body of work, it's mm-hmm. like 30 plus years, yeah. that... There is no genre slot that I could drop him into because, I mean, early on you would say, "This is a jazz right. performer," right? And famously, he said, "I chose to sing jazz because I don't like crowds." <laughs> One of the great lines of all time. Of all time, yeah. And and uh, but then you know, there's some real rock and roll hard, sure. almost metal kind mm-hmm. of sounding mm-hmm. in Rain Dogs and yeah. and um, and the Black Rider. Mm-hmm. So you get that, and then there is some straight ahead blues mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, an invitation to the blues, for yeah. example, yeah. is in that in that fit. here's something uh, here's one that i bet you're not doing i'm big in japan we're not although <laughs> i have to say i toyed with the idea i'm sure it's it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> there are a couple of those just spoken word songs yeah. that that we really thought how do we fit these in i know and and will the audience really enjoy that or not so, i know it's and, and, but it's it's so, so tempting just to be able to stand in front of a microphone and say i'm big in japan i'm yeah. big in japan say over and over and over <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um so um uh this is uh, tell us the dates and everything again we're playing at the alberta rose theater yeah november 6th right around the corner sunday evening yeah the day the daylight savings time 
finally ends oh. this year. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to go on at seven, which is, you know, maybe a little early, but it's a good time because we will have all fallen back in our right. time that right. day. Yeah. It'll be way dark by then. Yeah. Oh, pitch it'll black. be dark at five by oh, then. Right. Ay, 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 right. Ay. Uh, that's just me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that should be an interesting green room. I think you'll. <laughs> I think you should wander back. Tom. As far as green rooms go, yeah, I think that should be a pretty amazing green room. Yeah, because there's also <laughs> with that choreography, there's also costumes and there's also yes. props and there's you know it is a true staged experience, you know, but it's a musical experience with the musicians. That have I've you noted. picked out an ensemble for yourself? Uh, I have. I, I Well, uh, generally, if you ask my wife, she'll say all of his clothes are Tom Waits clothes. Um, yeah, we have a, I have a few things going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's an excellent hat, by the way. Thank you. Paul's going to get a picture of us before we leave. Oh, good. Um, uh, but uh, I, I, you know what? Uh, I interviewed uh, Leon Redbone one time and he said, a man's not dressed unless he's got a nice hat. That. And it's absolutely true. That's. I agree 100%. <laughs> sometimes, I've got, sometimes I've gone out in public and, and without, a few times, very few times I've gone out in public without my hat. And people, strangers have come up to me and said, where's your hat? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you singing in this? Uh, I'm going to sing a couple of songs. Uh, one of my favorites is Walk Away. Uh -huh. Got to walk away. Yeah. And start all over again. Right. Yeah. It, it's just a great, um, it's a, one of his great upbeat songs. Uh -huh. Whereas much of his mm, songs are, you would call them sort of sad ballads. Yes. Here's, a, here's an upbeat one. And also... Um, even though it's about walking away. Even though it's about walking away. And and uh, I love the feel of it. Yeah. And I'm going to break out the cigar box electric bass. Oh, nice. Which is not my uh, usual instrument. I usually play the double bass, yeah. you know, regular jazz bass. Yeah. Um, but I have um, a handmade cigar box electric bass. Where did you get that? A friend of mine made it. Wow. And it is beautiful, and it has a very unique sound, as Paul will attest. Uh -huh. um, and uh, and Dan will, uh, Dan Gilday will be frustrated with the sound until we get it all dialed in, because it's a very <laughs> uh, sensitive instrument. Really? What do you mean? Uh, it picks up even brushing on the cigar box with your fingers. Wow. So it's a very, the pickups are very sensitive. At least so. you don't get radio stations. You don't it, get like. radio stations. <laughs> but the sound has this twangy feel uh -huh. that just fits Walk Away perfectly. So I'll sing that one. And then Diamonds on My Windshield, you know uh -huh. that song. is uh -huh. one of my favorite early, yeah, early yeah, songs. Yeah. That he just, um, it, it, it just is something that, um, a song that to me captures traffic in southern california <laughs> and i'm sure you know and and he wrote it in the 70s uh and when, when i lived in l.a when you lived in l.a yes. so you know what it was like i there. do yeah yeah and yeah. so um, i'm sure it hasn't gotten any better no i'm sure it's not <laughs> yeah yeah so I'll, I'll do those two songs um I, i'm excited about them i've sung them many times and uh -huh. um they're uh they're two of my favorites that's great is your daughter gonna be in it my daughter's not playing in this in the uh, in okay. the ensemble, but she will be in the audience. Good. 
Good. Yeah. And then my other daughter will be um, one of the stagehands. Nice. Do you still play with her at all? We have not Just, played for a while because um, she sort of uh, put the piano on hold to have a family, a daughter makes of sense. her own. And so her daughter's now um, turning six, so it's about time for her to yeah. dust off the piano. That's nice. Yeah. That's not, but you're looking forward to playing with her again. I am. I am. Yeah. And we talk about it and we do some things, but mm-hmm. very rarely. Yeah. Do you know what the finale is? I do know what the finale is. Are you are you able to uh, release that information? Uh, the question is, should I? Yeah. Uh, we, yes. We have an incredible... <laughs> Anything um, that'll sell tickets. <laughs> we have an incredible arrangement of Come On Up to the House. Ah. And you know how that song builds in its you yeah. know intensity. Yeah. Um, and the way that, that we're doing it... Um, has parts for uh, several different vocalists uh, oh, along the way, great. lead and backgrounds. And, uh, the so you can fam- bring everybody back on. That's right. We're going to bring ah, everyone who will be there participating, the entire band. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. It should be a great finale to the show. We must be really excited about this. I am very excited. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, to come to fruition after, after all planning, this. Yeah. canceling, yeah. planning, yeah. canceling, yeah. Yeah. you know, and getting, um, getting such a uh, fantastic support, particularly from Brie Gregg, who mm-hmm. is just a, a phenomenal Tom Waits fan. Yeah. And such a musician that we were able to really put the show together um, in a way that I, th- I think is very, very yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got to get her in here to do the podcast. She's got a new, a new record out. She does. And yes. I'm going to play that on my radio show. Oh, good. Great. Uh, and, yeah. uh, of course, I work a few weeks ahead, so maybe I can get her in here quickly. Great. And talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've, never, I've never met her. Oh, She's a phenomenal musician. I know she is. And a great person. Yeah. There's still people I haven't, I, we never met. Yeah. I have no idea why that is. I don't either. I've been playing around Portland for years. And me too. And you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I really appreciate you coming in here and, and talking about this. And thanks for, thanks for Artichoke and, and Paul and, and all that. And it's been great to meet you. Yeah, likewise. And, and an important point, I guess, what I failed to mention earlier mm-hmm. We're having this performance at the Alberta Rose Theater because we're expecting several hundred people, uh-huh. but it's going to benefit artichoke music. Yes, and yes. we have a f- this uh, this uh, kind of feeling that the way that artichoke supports the community of musicians and the community of listeners, mm-hmm. the community of Portland, is an important part of like how music evolves within Portland, and so. We're excited to be able to take, uh, you know, a portion of the proceeds and and feed it back into artichoke music. That's great. Yeah, that's that's really good because you know there's there's a lot of needs in a lot of places, but it, there's a, certainly a need for artichoke music. There is. Yeah, yeah. We're happy to be here. You know, the the whole pandemic, I had to do these things from home, and then I had some surgeries and I had to do them from home. Nothing's like sitting across the table from somebody. No, there's it's, nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Especially, it is, yeah. Yeah, and it's so. a pleasure to get to meet you, too. All right. And as we like to say at the end of all these things, that's entertainment. <laughs>
Jude Park says to take a leak And the carpet needs a haircut And the spotlight looks like a prison break Cause the telephone's out of cigarettes And the balcony is all in the make And the piano has been drinking The piano has been drinking And the menus are all freezing And the light man's blind in one eye And they can't see out of the other And the piano tune has got a hearing aid And showed up Not me.